Broadcasting to everyone from coast to coast, top to bottom, from our studios in Warhope on the mid-north coast of New South Wales, it's another episode of Sparky's Live with your fantastic host, Grant Duco. Hello folks, welcome to Sparky's Life. I'm your host, Grant Dilko. Today on the show, I'll be talking about do-it-yourself electrical work and rewiring an old house in Warhope. Also, I have today's quote of the day. So let's get the show started. Just recently, we had a job where we rewired an older style house in Warhope. It's a fiber cladded house which has been covered up with plastic cladding that looks like timber on the outside. It was built on brick piers, which means it's been built off the ground and has old style wooden floors. The new owners decided before moving into the house, they would renovate it first. They would start by removing all the internal fibro sheeting lined walls and ceilings they're taking it back to the bare framework. The house was built in the early 60s, so it would be all hardwood. There was a wall in the kitchen that had been removed by the previous owners at some time in the past. This wall was load-bearing, which means it also supports and holds up the roof framing. This caused the ceiling to drop and become unstable. Here is another example of people trying to do their own building renovation work and not knowing what internal walls are load-bearing. The previous owners also did their own electrical work. So now the house will be gutted. We'll be able to see all the electrical cables in the walls and ceiling and discover the real mess that greets us. Also the main switchboard is being relocated from the patio near the front door on the deck to the other side of the house. So we'll be starting from scratch and doing everything properly. The owner had finished removing the fibro sheeting off all the internal walls and ceiling. He then called us back to start the electrical wire of the house. The electrical cables were in a real mess. It was just like spaghetti inside the cavity and it was all over the place. The electrical cables were not clipped they were not secured to the timber frames in the ceiling and running like a tree root. There was old VIR cable still in place, which stands for Vulcan Indian Rubber. It's the old black cable. We also call it cotton sheath cable because that's what it looks like. A cotton type of material covering the aluminium conductors, which is the metal inner core of the cable. We removed all the electrical cabling in the roof cavity and in the walls and started from fresh. We found that some of the electrical wiring in the house and the back work shed was what we call do-it-yourself electrical work. That's work attempted by an unqualified persons and by previous homeowners. There was joints in the cables all over the house. There were joins in the walls where we could not see them and old cable was joined on the new cable. It's not a good practice to hide joins in the walls. It's a big no-no. We installed all new cables and divided the house on different circuits. 
adding more circuits to what it previously had. We installed a brand new switchboard in a different location. The old board was positioned at the front door on the front deck. The new location is now at the side of the house where the driveway is. We also installed new three-phase 16mm squared XLPE consumer main cables from the switchboard to the point of attachment on the outside of the house. This is where the overhead power cables attach to the house from the street power pole to the main switchboard. XLPE cables means it's a black sheet cable that is double insulated around the inner copper conductors. Three phase means that there are three power cables connected to the house. Most common connections are single phase, which means only one power cable connected. The power was restored to the switchboard and we had a few temporary power points working inside for the owner to continue with his renovations. A 15 amp power point was installed beside the switchboard outside for his caravan. The owner was using it as a side office and temporary accommodation until the family could move into the house. The house had good bones as we call it, which means all hardwood timber inside for the walls and roof trusses. Nice timber wooden floors as well. We had a good supply of drilling spade bits for timber because the timber is so hard you can tend to churn through the spade bits as they go blunt easily drilling into the hard timber and sometimes you hit a nail and the drilling bit either breaks or goes blunt. The owner also replaced the old iron roof with new colour bond roof sheets. When we finished the electrical rough in, we went back the following week after the owner had time to reline the walls and ceilings with plaster gyprock. We then cut out all the holes in the ceiling for down lights and cut out the holes in the walls for the power points and light switches. The electrical cables were prepared for the fit off. We then proceeded with installing all the light fittings and power points. The cables were terminated in the switchboard uh, with RCD circuit breakers. Before turning on the power, we did all our electrical checks and balances, all the required electrical testing to make sure everything passed. All went well and we were able to turn the house back on. Hi there, I'm Grant Dilko. If this is your first time here at Sparky's Life, welcome, it's great to have you here. And if you're back here for more, welcome back and thank you for your loyalty and support. If you like what you hear on today's show, make sure you share this podcast with your mates who are electricians or who are involved in the tradie world. I want to reach out and help as many tradies as I can with this podcast. I want to help tradespeople break through to the next level in their career and in their lives. I am still shocked by the number of people I see doing their own electrical work. Just last week I was at my local electrical wholesaler picking up some supplies and I noticed one of our previous customers buying a hot water element for his hot water storage tank. I know for a fact that he was going to have a go at himself. 
He is one of those types that is complacent and arrogant with a I can do it myself attitude and I don't need an electrical license to do that. You know folks, he is not the only one. Here at Dilco Electrical we hear and see it every day. Untrained people having a go at doing their own electrical. But it doesn't stop there. Because they will try their hand at mostly everything such as plumbing, tiling, chip rocking or drywall as they call it in the US and Canada and also carpentry and painting. I think TV shows like The Block which has been on for a number of years with all the other various TV renovation shows it really gives off a false sense of ability or abilities for the TV viewers. The TV shows make it look so easy that any circus monkey can do any of these projects but what they don't show us is that in the background and behind the scenes that there are professional tradespeople that come in and actually do all the work. So the viewer goes down to their local hardware or bunning store and can purchase anything they need to build or renovate a house. I still think that stores like these shouldn't be selling specialised products to the public, especially anything that needs to be installed by a licensed electrician, plumber or builder. To buy these supplies you should have to produce a New South Wales service contracting card to prove that you are qualified to install these products. The Australian government need to get real with the electrical and construction safety. Maybe they should legislate that the purchaser must have to provide evidence of their business contracting card before purchasing these items. I remember some time ago we were called out to a rural property out of town. The owners who were plasterers had a house that was built off the ground with a large workshed area underneath. What they had done was made the area into two bedrooms with a kitchen and a toilet shower area. They installed all the electrical wiring themselves and also fitted off all the power points, lights and switches. We got called out because it was tripping the circuit and taking out some of the power above in the house. They had wired most of it wrong and we had to correct it. They admitted they did their research on Google search, how to wire a house, how to wire light switches. It looked like they had stripped back the electrical tables with their teeth. We had to pull everything apart and start again. We got them up and running properly. Today's quote of the day is from American actor from the TV show Home Improvements, Tim Allen. Electricity can be dangerous. My nephew tried to stick a penny into a plug. Whoever said a penny doesn't go far didn't see him shoot across that floor. I told him he was grounded. So that's all for now folks, but before I go, if there is anything you'd like me to talk about on future episodes, maybe want to ask a question or be on the show, you can do this by contacting us on any of our media sites. I'll put the links to these in the show notes. And don't forget to follow the show and leave a review. Thanks for listening to Sparky's Life. I'm your host, Grant Dulco. Keep safe and catch you on the next one.